y'all, what's really good? I am Cool from Birmingham. And this is the girl, the Natalie Diane. And this is Cool the Cat in the City, JB. And this is your girl, Megan Lucinda. <laughs> Goddamn, Megan Lucinda. <laughs> really? Word. That's what you decided to come in with. Hey, let her, hey, let her, hey she said it. Let's <laughs> hey, do it. Hey. Anywho, moving right along. <laughs> But we have one more person. We have us a special guest. Hey, y'all. I'm Samaya, also known as Yaya. Turn I'm here. Up. Hey, girl. Hey. Thank Turn you up. for being here. <laughs> Thank y'all for having me. For sure. For sure. Glad you can make it. Oh, yeah. That too. Yeah. Glad you But yeah, um, so, dude, you know, you like enjoyed and seeing what you seen so far? Or? Yeah, so far y'all y'all a mess. Very entertaining. Very. We try to keep it like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, cause I mean, you know, that's what we here to do to entertain. And and sometimes the mic wasn't uh, you know, we ain't hit record yet, so the people don't get that. But anyway, moving right along. <laughs> hey, how y'all weeks been? The last seven days. My week, um, it's been pretty good. You know, no complaints. Um, I had a pretty good week. All smiles over here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what you been doing? Except nothing, girl. Except you know, JB getting on my damn nerves. But JB ain't doing a damn yeah. thing. Tell her again, boss. JB ain't doing a damn thing. Yeah. Fuck with me all week. JB over here chilling. Whatever. Like a villain. Whatever. Y'all cute. Y'all, they started <laughs> earlier today. We hey, did. That was her. Okay, that was me yesterday. Exactly. That was her ass today. No. <laughs> Who started this shit first, Coop? Hold on, we ain't finna play the blame game. Yeah, don't no, even do it, Coop. Exactly. I wasn't even know. Don't even know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was you way you in want, California. You want laughing? You want laughing? We. Oh, okay. First four eight, they gonna never catch me. It's all love at the end of the day, though. If day. I don't mess with you, that means I ain't got no love for you. Yeah, that means I won't fuck with you. You straight. Okay. You all right with me. But uh, you was asking about the weeks. My week was straight. I went out of town, you know, did a little traveling, you know, had to go holler at some people. And, that was know. up, bro. Where you yeah. went? Uh, Nashville. Yeah, I went to Nashville. <laughs> I had to remember. I almost got it. It was a, it was a long and great. Okay, it was a pretty good weekend. I ain't gonna say it was great. It was, it was all right though. It was I'm all right. Had a good time. So I'm how you was. Well. It was good. I worked this weekend. I celebrate Cinco de Mayo, of course. Turn on. Yeah. Turn on, because man. I'm half Mexican, so yeah. Oh, know. yeah. <laughs> that last name is supposed to be Gonzalez. They're my people. <laughs> yes, but yeah, I had a good weekend. That's good great. week so far, so yeah. That's great. That's great. I've been drinking. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Beyonce. Chill out, but I'm gonna cool from Birmingham. I don't insult me with that name. Anyway, really? moving right along. You, well, that you is do a know compliment. that he said he, everything he says Coop from Birmingham. So I you got to make sure you, you oh, say well, Coop nah, from yeah. Birmingham. Nah, you ain't okay. got to say it. I mean, you could just say Coop, you know. I'm but he just wants you to know he's from Birmingham. <laughs> like, he yeah, ain't make this shit up. Spokesperson. Like, nah, I mean, the streets name me. I ain't, I just, I, I was like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they kept. I was turned around like, "Who are you talking to?" He was like, <laughs> he was like "My name Coop," and they said, "From Birmingham." <laughs> they just no. kept saying, it, and I'm like, "Who is this nigga? This nigga name whole wait right?" And then they're like, "What is you?" And I was like, "Bet you know." I mean, anywho, my week was pretty good. Um, this weekend I'm taking me a trip, JB. Though. I ain't gonna tell nobody. Oh, this is what I was telling y'all last week. I ain't gonna tell nobody where I'm going. But y'all, I'm taking a trip though. Yeah, I'm chilling this weekend. I got to say, man, I feel fuck like he going to be at home. Weekend. That nigga just might be. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> if I'm at home, the phone turned off, though. 
Shit, ain't nobody gonna know where I'm at. Oh man. But um, you don't mind me asking. Um, somebody I know. Well, first of all, how your week or everything? It was good. Been? Just working. Ready for Thursday. No, That's okay, it. okay, it cool. Good. And uh, you know, just to follow, I know we are taking out of context podcast, but you want to just tell the, the people out there real quick, you know, what your podcast is very, very briefly. Yeah, so I just started my own podcast, which is called Candidly Yaya. That's C-A-N-D-I-D-L-Y-Y-A-H-Y-A-H. Make sure you spell that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram. Um, Basically, my podcast is just me being myself. Everybody who knows me knows I'm very pro-black. And it's just basically for black culture. Black women and millennials. So I basically talk about all three experiences, which is basically my experience wrapped up in one. So, yeah, y'all follow me, listen to it, give me feedback. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, we like I said, we appreciate you joining in with us. You yes, know, you know, just I'm to, happy to be here. Yeah, check out the scene, see how we do. See how I we see. do. <laughs> we ain't like this all the time, but shit. No, that's like... good. That's good. That's good energy. Mm. Yeah, 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 definitely. But um, yeah, man. So, what we got today, Coop? Oh, yeah. What we got? Wait, what y'all doing this week? Y'all doing anything? Nothing. Okay, cool. Okay. Did you tell us about your week, Megan? <laughs> yeah, I did. Okay, right, my bad. That works and Cinco de Mayo. Oh, oh man, Cinco de Mayo. I ain't making. Oh yeah, that today. was. You know, I had a good little Cinco de Mayo. Mm-hmm. It was turn. Did y'all celebrate? Mm-mm. No. I made okay. sure. Next time, next time I have a party, no. okay? So that was in recovery mode on the way back. Year, I, I think so. <laughs> How you gonna have a party for single? Did y'all know that the the Mexicano don't even they got don't the, they don't celebrate know, like that? I know. Oh, but it's like everybody be trying to find something to do. No, it don't even. I know, right? Yeah, Mexicano. I, I tried to forget about it. <laughs> I repeat. For you. I heard him, but I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> like when I found that shit out, I was like, "Then why the fuck we celebrating?" He, the dude asked, "You be like, shit, I don't know." I was like, "Damn!" And we be turning up to that, turning to that hard, hard. 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 Yeah. It's like yeah. we think we got, we are part Mexican in it, like Hispanic. Yeah. And we full blown Hispanic. Kind of, kind of Hispanic. Damn! All right, that was my, that was my it's mess so... up. I'll admit that. <laughs> yeah, let's move on from that. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. So today, the episode that well, the topic that we'll be discussing. My bad. This is episode seventeen, by the way. You got damn straight. God damn. Yeah, right. I, damn. I don't forgot what number we was on, bro. I lost oh, count. Shit. I lost count. Hey, man, that's a long damn time. <sighs> yeah, we in there. it is. Y'all doing good. Thank you, y'all. Seventeen. <laughs> I, y'all remember when y'all was seventeen? Ten years ago, I was seventeen. I don't remember. I was, was 10 years ten ago. 10 years ago, I'll be gone. Damn, y'all over here talking about, I'll be gone. We'll be like, oh, she, you got a granddaddy. Uh-uh, how old are you? Oh, I'm young. He just um, turned up. Chill out, bro. Goddamn. <laughs> what? what you work for? He's about 28. God, that nigga work for 12. 28. Trying to get your ID, ID and info. Hey, next you're going to ask me older. for my social. Oh, I ain't 28, though. Um, I'm I'm 20 uh, something. Mm. Um, Yeah, so <laughs> the topic that we will be discussing today, um, you know, it's from one of our listeners. So that makes it even... More interesting. Shout them out. Shout out to them. All right, shout out to y'all. Yeah, or that's you. all they get. Well, because there's a group of them, but I mean, we're going to go with this one. Um, you know, we'll get to y'all eventually. 
That sounds kind of fucked up, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth, though. <laughs> I mean, you know, can't talk about everything all at once. But really, though, um, so the, the question is, or whatever, um, what's the definition of black love, and is it considered black love if the person is dating someone of the opposite race? Ooh, okay. I ain't hear that last part at first, so yeah, y'all, y'all women, can y'all go first on that? Oh, y'all want to? Definitely, I want them to. Right, cause I want to hear what they say. Cause you want to get y'all perception, and you know, women, yeah. ladies first. To be honest, I feel like because Yaya has. Her what podcast is all about pro-black oh, and everything. God, don't, don't do I that. feel like you should go first. What? I really do. I oh, yeah. You the guest. Matter of okay. fact, yeah, we're going to let the sure. guest go I really want to sure. hear your opinion on this. Mm-hmm. So the question is, is black love, well, if somebody's dating outside of their race, is it still considered black love? Correct. I and then what's the definition? Like, definition of black love is black love. I feel like it's two black people together. Like, when I think of black love, I just think about a black male, black female, when I see interracial relationships, I mean, it's nothing against them, but I just don't feel like that's black love to me. Anyways, I just, I'm trying to figure out how. <laughs> Have black, but not black love. I just don't get it. Hmm. Yeah. I can definitely agree with that. I don't. Again, like she said, I have nothing against interracial relationships. Love is love at the end of the day. But I feel like how can you really call black love Like, is that black offensive love? to the white person or to the Asian person? Exactly. Or what like, like, they ain't black, so is it going to exactly. be offensive to them? Do people call black love? Like, is that a thing? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, like, it's a whole show. Interracial... There's a show that's on Oprah's network on. It's called Black Love. And they basically, it's like a documentary style. And they basically have like all these black couples, famous and non-famous on there talking about their experiences. And every now and again, they'll have like an interracial couple on there. And I'm just like. Uh, why? Yeah, like, confused. Why? Like, why? why Maybe they mean why? like, why? I'm a black person loving you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's yeah, what they mean, yeah. but I mean, I, I don't see it no. that way. I'm not going to be like, oh, look at them. You know, like. Yeah, because I'm like, fast forward. Fast <laughs> forward <laughs> yeah. to the next person. This is oh, black love. Hate. I really. We hate it? <laughs> it's not hating So though. you think that's black love? Oh, no, a, I'm just saying. Oh, okay. I'm just, you know, who who am I? You know, cool. Right. I'm just, exactly. <laughs> 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 I don't know, though. Well, um, I know I asked this question off air earlier about, you know, um, what is what is black love and why y'all was talking to give y'all opinions on or, or y'all perceptions on black love. Or make well, let me go yeah, let me go finish. Um I was looking up the, the terms and definition. I looked up and I seen the, the thing about the Oprah Winfrey Network it and it debuted back in 2017, if my if my facts are correct. But um let me just put this definition out there. From and this is dictionary. on the urban dictionary. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. oh, okay. yeah. yeah. so, so this is real. <laughs> y'all say black love. Um, we gonna we gonna speak on this. Hell with Mary. This is what it says. <laughs> uh, Child. <laughs> Katie. A spiritual journey that only people who are rich and melanin. How y'all pronounce that? Melanin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can experience. Ain't that the stuff you take to go to sleep? <laughs> I hate you so much. I'm not shooting. <laughs> See, I had to make sure I pronounced that shit right, bro. Nah, bro, that's just like your skin tone. That's you. That's you. Yeah, that's like, yeah. That's melatonin. Let's say we're like, Richard. 
Jesus. Baby. Don't say nothing else. Y'all, he's been drinking. He ain't serious. Let me finish real quick. He a little tipsy. All right, let me just say this. A love that's unconditional, a love that can build an empire, a monogamous and genuine and intent. And this love can cannot be stopped. Talk to him. Now, as I read that, of course it said, you know, the main word was melanin. But... As I was thinking earlier, I was like, okay, black love. Is it is it such a thing as it? Because what's, what's, what's white love is anything? What's Asian love? What's Hispanic love? And before y'all get our takes, let me just finish. Like, what is the difference in those type of love? Because I feel like love is love. Me too, people. If you got love, real true love for somebody, for an individual, I, I just don't see how you can put a, a color or a race or a specific generic on it. But I mean, like, you know, love is love. I love black love. I think we all got black love in here in some way, form, or fashion. But, you know, that's that's just my perception on it. I feel like it's not... It, love is love. I understand that totally. But I feel like this. When you go in stores like Walmart and Walgreens and all this stuff, and you look at, like, picture frames and stuff like that, Nine times out of ten, you're going to see white people. You're going to see white mm -hmm. families. You're going to see a white couple. You're never going to see really black people on that. You're never going to see a black family. It's an interracial exactly. Couple. When you do, just... it's interracial. So it's never like a black family, like entire black family, or, you know, just two black people that love each other. You're not going to see that. So I feel like they put so much emphasis on white love already. Like, it's pretty much like black Exactly. It's pretty much like Black Lives Matter. Like, you don't have to say white. White lives matter. You, we know exactly. that. We know that white lives matter because y'all showed us over the years that white lives have mattered, but y'all don't care about our life. You know what I'm saying? Can I add on with that? Of course. Even with the emojis. Y'all know emojis. They like with the family emojis. Exactly. Oh, straight exactly. white. And I, I, I agree with you on that. And all of a sudden, no they want to make them. Yeah, I mean, they don't have any they black ones. Like they've made some black ones. Yeah, I think like they, they like yellow now. Exactly. But they've made black, you know, emojis, but it's not... It's not mm -hmm. as many of them. They like, don't have uh, black families on They don't that. have black families, is yeah. that? Yeah, it's yellow now. Man, I'm finna go Android then. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Now we'll get it together. That. Exactly. Yeah, I ain't gonna get Ain't nobody gonna get your emojis. <laughs> Shit. I'm be like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You gotta blink to look at the picture. But anyway. But yeah, that, that's how I feel about that. So yeah, I do feel like love is love, but it's just you don't see as much of it publicized as you should. So mm -hmm. I feel like that's why it's such a big deal now. Mm -hmm. And then social media being as big as it is, you know, it's populating. So that's why you feel like that um, it has to be a title, Black Love, because white, well, everybody else love is Just consider regular love. Yeah, you know, almost, yeah. and so like, so that's why we have Black Love. And then another thing is like, society makes it seem like black families never stick together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we have this stereotype against us where we are raised in broken homes and mm -hmm. all this Single stuff. Moms. Exactly. Or, you know, dads being deadbeats and all this stuff. And mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people are making it such a big deal because we're showing them that we can be a powerful couple. Mm -hmm. You know, we yeah. can stick together. So, yeah. yeah. And I feel like it's, it's titled Black Love because it's like we finally at a point where we celebrating it. Like, exactly. And out loud and in public. It used to be a time where, I mean, you knew 
black males and black females would be together, but we didn't we weren't celebrated. And so now we're in the point where it's like black girl magic, black oh, excellence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People just really just putting their blackness out on the forefront and not caring about other people or other races, caring about, you know, if it's gonna offend them or whatnot. They just projecting their black love. So it's just like it's kinda like another hashtag almost in my mm-hmm. opinion. Exactly. That's what's up. Yeah. I like the way y'all put that. I, I already got the topic for this. Ep- I mean, the title for this episode. <laughs> cool, cool. Just put it out there. Don't even, don't even <laughs> let them know. Don't even let them know. Hey, so since we uh so pro black and whatnot, so um you know since we do Black History Month, you know that's generally the time when everybody goes and promote blackness. Maybe I should. I don't know. Um, so. Should that be changed? And we kind of, prom- well, we should definitely promote it more often outside of those 28 days, maybe 29. But. <laughs> oh, leap you. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, like, we should definitely be doing it outside of that time frame. Because, I mean, that's like we have Black History Month, but who else has, what other race has a month? But they ain't. They didn't have to celebrate their so the, whiteness uh, or their Asianness because they. They. I feel like we have to celebrate it because of our history. Like we were taken away from our homeland, true. Africa, and so a lot of us don't know our backgrounds so or our don't. history. So Asians, they can go back to Korea or China uh, or go visit their family members and learn about their traditions and language and culture. We can't do that. I know I'm black, but I don't know. Where I come from, I can't tell. We don't have anything to like a flag to represent, especially us as Black Americans. Yeah, you know, like people from Jamaica, they could at least you know represent that flag and the island and stuff. But we can't really. We don't have anything else to cling to but the culture that we, you know, um, created here. Yeah, we're forced to create here in America. So it's just like that's how you get all these different things. It's like. That's how you have Black History Month because we need something to celebrate, and of course, it should be celebrated beyond twenty-eight days or twenty-nine days, definitely. <laughs> because you got to think about like our childhood. Like a lot of us grew up not liking our skin, or it wasn't really taught to embrace our culture. But mm-hmm. it's just like now we got to look out for these children that's coming up. Like let them see examples of their natural hair or their skin, especially for dark skinned young girls and young boys. Cause so we know so often, you know, they don't feel like they're represented or they're loved. So it's just like, I think it's important that we say black history, mom, celebrate black love, black girl magic, all that good stuff. Black girls rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why do y'all think Black History Month is in the shortest, the shortest month? month of you the know year? why it's in the shortest month. I'm like, man, we can't give these niggas too much power. <laughs> give y'all 28 days. That's <laughs> it. Maybe 29. Hey, Maybe. Hey, Maybe. I, I, put years. the link you out there. I, I feel like, you know, that was like, I, I, thought, I thought about that. Like, when I was in high school, I was like, Damn, like Black History Month is really in the shortest month of the year. Like y'all got twenty eight days. That's it. Like <laughs> you, I don't want to hear that shit after that. Exactly. Better, 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 better get it in while better, you can, better, goddamn. And them twenty eight days. Early, quick. The second month of the year and get that shit. They be trying to get that shit out the way. We gonna give y'all these little book reports and that's it. Exactly. That's all, you get. all right, and then be like, that's a wrap. Okay, moving right along. Back to George Washington. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But yeah, I, I was just curious about this, see what y'all take. But I think we all agree with that. Like, just 
not fail, but you know, hell, like life ain't fail. So, but yeah, I mean, no, we right. can't expect them to give us anything either. You know what I'm nah. saying? You like, definitely can't because they that. covered up all, all the lies. You know what I'm saying? All like they them. know the truth. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> we like, don't know the truth. We don't know the truth. We're just now learning the truth, which is why stuff like black love and black excellence is so big because. We're just now stepping into the truth, but these people, they've been new to the truth. Yeah, they've been hiding the truth from yeah. us. That's why they and try they to mad. stop us from reading exactly. during slavery because they exactly. want us to know all yeah. of this exactly. stuff. They're changing the history books as we speak. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't, want, they didn't the even want books. us to read the Bible. No. Like, no. And the truth is them. in the Bible. The That's the crazy right part. What? They used the Bible against The us. truth yeah. is in the Bible they about black people. Us. Like, and it's crazy. If you don't know how to read and you don't know the language and you ain't in your then you can't defend yourself. hometown, you know, your home country or whatever. Exactly. How are you going to defend yourself? It's like, okay, I got gotta believe what you say so it's just like and that's what we ran with yeah. and it's still people you know to this day that they're scared to you know learn the truth about you know yeah because it goes against their religion exactly everything that they were taught exactly. everything your grandparents taught you mm-hmm. and did it goes right against all of that so it's just like I mean you can't the truth is scary but you know, you can't keep running from it or else we're going to still be hollering Black Lives Matter and still watching all these ridiculous tapes online of black men and black women being shot down by police. You know what I'm saying? It's just like we have to we have to learn our history. It's exactly. important. It is important. Definitely. definitely. But, uh, yeah, did everybody get a take on that? Megan, did you give your take on that or? No, you didn't. But, <laughs> all right, but you said you're good. I right, bet. <laughs> But yeah, like I, said, I mean, as long as, you know, us certain individuals are, we can consider woke. And, you know, we try to teach our people and, of course, the younger generation of what we know and what we can give knowledge on, then I feel like that's the best thing. I know we probably, you know, subject just with that, but black love, black excellence, black power, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, we got so much we can offer. So, as I, as we said in previous episodes, why not just help and share the share the knowledge and the wealth amongst each other. So did y'all have, like, examples of black love growing up? I mean, well, me. I mean, my mom and dad have been married 40-plus years, so, I mean, I guess... I mean, you know, it's been times, you know, they said, you know. I was going to say, that's a blessing. Happily married. I said, yeah, it's like, hold on. You're right about happily married. I know some women that, oh, no, Yeah, yeah, happily married. I say that, you know, it's been times, you know, it's like, you know, I should have never, I should have left your ass and all that. Of course. It's going to be those times. I should have got rid of your ass. But I mean, it's like, they worked that out amongst each other because, like, my folks, they came up, you know, during basically that civil rights thing. And they was mm-hmm. born during that, like, especially, like, in the, in, I got older parents, but in the 50s, so mm-hmm. they, um, they, yeah, they seen all that. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, like, they seen so all that. They seen, like, through the, you know, through the night, they went slave. You know, just through the white supremacist area, like, you know, like, yeah. like, my mom, she stayed in a certain area. White men tried to come shoot up the black houses in Roosevelt City. Like, they went through that. So it's That's like crazy. they and my dad, he came from the country. Uh, I know y'all seen Forrest Gump, Greenboy, Alabama. That's, That's exactly where exactly he was from. That's a real place. Oh, yeah, it's a real place. Real talk. Right there next to Tuscaloosa. That's exactly where he was from. It really is. It really is. Like it's, it's say Greenbow, but it's Greensboro, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Oh, Greensboro. It's Greensboro, Alabama. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was yeah, Greenbow. Now they call it Greenbow on the movie, but it's it's a real place. So that's oh, yeah, where my dad was born and raised. And no, I say it's just coming up. That's some real black love. And I said, I didn't really, 
I guess you say not appreciate it, but just like see it as detail until I got, I guess in my twenties, it's like damn, you like became aware of it. Yeah, it's like damn, that's what I really want in life. You know, that's if I'm looking good. ahead, and, you know, I hope I can that's have a long. Time. I'm just saying, I hope I can have a long marriage. You know, God forbid. You Happily know, like, no, like, you will. <laughs> You got to claim this year. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah, all of that. But, you know, we'll, we'll see what God you has will, planned. Bro. We'll see what God I, has planned. I can planned see it right me. now, man. I can see it. I'm going to be standing at the front like, go, JB. <laughs> you got it. You got it, bro. You got 40 you. years in you, brother. <laughs> you remember on episode 17. <laughs> Y'all will see me up there with a blanket and all like, shit, bro. I'm, what, I'm, what am I about to get myself into? But, yeah. That's all we get again, Mike. A that, wonderful thing. Hey, hold that's, on now. We ain't gonna get off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, everybody invited. Yeah. <laughs> um, black love. Did I have? I mean, outside of my family. Well, see, I ain't have my mother and father. Um, father wasn't there. You know, in and out. You know, hey, what's happening? Keep him. You know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but um, so all I had was my mama, my grandma, my aunties. You know, so all I had was women around me. Um, so that's the closest thing that I... I mean, I had my uncles. They was there too, but one was in and out. Like, he was in the um, military or whatever. So um, up at 14, that's when my, my uncle that was there in Birmingham with me. Um, he died, so then I didn't have that male role model. So I didn't necessarily have the... the um, quote unquote black love directly there, you know, with two male and female. So I learned it up to a certain point how a man was supposed to treat a woman and all, all that. And then after a while, you know, you just gotta take what you know and then apply it and see the women and you know, you wanna treat your mama right. So your mama, your grandma, you know, your auntie, all that you gotta you gotta know how to treat them. So that's the closest thing that I had growing up to black love was just my family in yeah. itself. So, um, black love, it go to me, being that I grew up in that type, it is it's a lot deeper than just um, a relationship. Well, right, yeah, a relationship, because, I mean, you got your family, even friends. Um, so that's where I can pick up black love from, just, just showing love and loving everybody, not just the person you, you, you call your significant other. But that, you know... But who am I? Cooper Birmingham. That's your next right. But, your shirt. But who am I? I mean, I can't really say I had like the perfect example of black love. Um, and I can't speak on you know the friends thing either because people ain't like me. But um, <laughs> you have family though. Yeah, but I can't really say I had the perfect example. Um, but is there? Perfect example. No. Yeah, I, I can't say so. I had an example though, really. That's like because um, my dad wasn't really there, and then like my mom remarried, but it's like I never really forgave my dad, so I always kind of blamed him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I never really learned like how a man was supposed to be there for you, even mm-hmm. when my stepdad was there. Oh, yeah. So. I was that type of kid where if my dad did try to come around, like, which he really didn't, I tried, I kind of shut him out. Mm -hmm. Like, because I I blamed him for, you know, leaving or whatever. But I don't really think I had an example. But as I've gotten older and, you know, I ended up forgiving him, I have, you know, seen 
you know, examples of black love or whatever. So growing up, I don't, I, I haven't, I can't say that I have. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel too. Like growing up, like without saying too much, I don't, I don't think I had like that example of like black love. Like my dad, he, we, he did tell me, you know, the things that I should expect. He would take me out on dates and, you know, do stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I know like, okay, this is how I want to be treated and this is how I should be. But as far as like a, not until like recently, you know, what you said with the whole black movement, pro-black, you know, but no, I didn't, I didn't have that growing up, but I admire it now. Maybe one day this will happen for me. I'm telling you, I feel like that's most people's stories because that's mine too. Like my parents, they grew up together. Like they started dating when they was like sixth, eighth grade and they grew up on the same block together. They um, was in high school together. And then my mom moved to Birmingham. I'm originally from New Jersey. But um, they moved from New Jersey to Birmingham. And my parents still stayed together. They end up going to the same college together, which is the same college I went to, JSU. And, you know, then they got married. Dad cheated. Had my brother. My parents still stayed together. Then they had me, and then they had my other sister, and then they kind of like my other my last sister was on the way, but then that's when they divorced. And so, like, I think I was like in the second grade when they divorced, and so like I used to think that their divorce didn't like affect me at all or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm getting older, I realize it did affect exactly. me, just not like me acting out in school mm-hmm. or anything like that. And so, like, I feel like I have pieces of black like. I guess the perfect quote unquote example of black love by looking at like their childhood stories, how they grew up and mm-hmm. stuff. That's like what everybody probably wants. Like, oh, that's so cute. But like I've seen the other side of it too, you know, growing up with a single mom and then, you know, resenting my father for certain things. But my dad was still in my life. So I don't know. It's kind of like up and down. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm curious. To ask, so you cool with your dad or not, right, Natalie? Yeah, we straight. Are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm cool. I just saw my dad like two weeks ago, so we're good. But I still like, like you said, Natalie, I, I haven't really forgiven him for like cheating because he cheated again, and then he remarried the person that him and my mm-hmm. mom mm-hmm. had an issue with or whatever. And so it's just like kind of hard seeing that. But then I have other examples of black love, like my mom's parents, for example. They've been together since they were 17, but they've been separated for like 30 years. <laughs> but like they they haven't, they never divorced. Like they just all like magnets just keep coming Come back, back together. Yeah. So it's just like, that's cool to see. But then I got like a lot of single women in my family. So it's just like, it's kind of hard trying to break that like generational curse. Mm-hmm. But as far as my dad, we're, we're good. I try to keep it, try to keep it cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's good. The only reason why I asked that is because I know we definitely getting off the subject of it now, but it's cool. Anyway, um, <laughs> because I had my resentment for my father and I never got my answers. I never got my questions answered. And that was partly, you know, that was my fault, really. But it is what it is. Because he got ill, then that was only the time when I would actually visit him or see him or any time like that, when he was ill. And so, you know, I didn't think that the timing was right to ask him some of the questions that I had for him. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, 
he did end up dying. And so that's why I was asking y'all if y'all were cool with him because, like, now I still won't have my right. questions answered. Right. So, yeah, um, I was just curious about that. But so I don't have that. I never really had a real male role model to show me truly 100% how to, um, what's the word I want to use? I don't know. But how to, yeah. <laughs> Treat a woman. Well, I mean, I know, I seen that. I learned that from how my my mama and, and how my Aunties sisters. Yeah, so yeah. like, I knew how to treat a woman, but I just didn't have that male role model. Yeah, yeah, so like, I had to get it from one angle and figure it out from the other. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah. Um, you do a pretty good job. Yeah, I love all women. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I don't know. I just think I... um. I haven't gotten all the answers either. Like, I don't know why my dad did, you know, what he did or whatever to my mom. But I just think it's not, I got to a point where it's not necessarily about getting the answers anymore. It's more so about me being able to forgive him for me. Because when I wasn't able to forgive him, I was mad. You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't able to live my life the way I'm supposed to live it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm blocking out all the blessings that are supposed to be coming my way because I'm angry with somebody trying to get some answers, but they're they're probably not ready to answer the question at the moment. Yeah. So I had to kind of learn how to forgive for myself, not for other people. And so, then yeah. too, you can't really allow anybody to like love you a hundred percent. If you because, can't forgive. Yeah, because you, you can't, you still it. holding on to your father. And what he did and how he treated your mom. And then it's like one thing I'm realizing now is just like, now that we're getting older, um, you know, I'm realizing too, our parents, they're human. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like they were they're our age. Perfect. My parents were like 24, 25 when they got married. You know what I'm saying? If I got married when I was that age, I'd probably mm. be making a lot of mistakes too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So uh -huh. it's just like... I'm learning that too. Although I still, you know, have questions and things, and I don't know if I'm ever gonna get the answer because, you know, their feelings come into play as well, and it's just like they don't always want to explain that to their children, exactly. which I guess I can understand. But it's still like, you know, we still need clarity for ourselves. But you just have to forgive because it's just like one, like I said, they're human too. They made mistakes. They were young, and then two. You know, you can't move on and be happy completely and fully be. I don't feel like you could really be completely happy in a relationship if you're still dealing with broken examples from your parents. You know what I'm saying? It's like exactly. you kind of have to move on because those that's where you get your examples from. And you I'm wondering why you let a man treat you a certain way, but it's just because it's like that's what you think you're supposed to be treated like or that's what you've seen growing up. So, And that's what I was going to touch on too, like... Um, with the forgiving thing, um, we we are grown now, so we have to stop blaming stuff on the way our father treated, you know, mm -hmm. our mom or the way our mom treated our dad. You know what I'm saying? Because oftentimes we get so caught up in, well, I didn't have that example growing up, so this is the way I was raised. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it comes a point in time where you know how you want to be treated. You know, like, you know what it takes to be in a relationship, especially if you're in that relationship with that person 
for a long time, like you know what they re- you know what they require, right. you know what you know it takes to be with that person, but yet you're still trying to blame it. And I get that people need to grow in their own time, but at a certain point, we have to stop blaming it on our parents' mistakes. That's true. So yeah, that's true. It's just hard to break those generational it curses, is. and I feel like as millennials, it's, we doing that a lot and don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's difficult trying to do things differently than what you've seen growing up than what your parents did, you know? Yeah. But it's possible. I got love out there. <laughs> I got love to give. Whole lot, sir. We glad, cool. Huh? We glad that you got love to give. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all were getting a little too serious for me for a minute. I had to break, had to break the ice. <laughs> Sorry. JB over there quiet. Yeah, y'all got real deep. I, I was over here listening. But I'm over here on my phone. I'm like, damn, like, I hope ain't nobody shed no tears over here. Because I'm like, damn, I told my opinion, but everybody, like, like, told this, and I'm like, shit. Daddy, I maybe I should have went deeper. Yeah, yeah. Like, damn, should I even say anything? Nah, man, you straight, bro. But nah, it's us as, I mean, I ain't gonna say just us as black people, but people in general, that we all got our trials and tribulations. Well, I ain't gonna say that's where the trials are, but it's just your upbringing and, you know, what you experience coming up in life. Right. Like, yeah, everybody sure. has their different ways. Like I said, I was fortunate enough to have a two-parent household. Yeah. The blessing. Exactly. I say, and, I, and, I, and as I say, People love it. And I went down to school, like, in Anson, and it's like, shit, like, half my homies and friends, like, they didn't have that. And I saw that, you know, I was like, oh, well. Like, damn, that's your daddy? Yeah, like, that's your daddy? That's your daddy? That's your real daddy? Like, he came back to pick you up? Yeah, like, he pick you up all the time. Like, what? He go on the field trip with us? Oh, that's your daddy, daddy. That's funny, though, because my cousin, like, anyway, let me start over. I've been drinking. My cousins, they got their mother and father or whatever. But um, so we was out of town. We were kicking it in. I don't know what we was with. Some some niggas who ain't got their uh, mother and father. <laughs> <laughs> so that's who we was with. And, and um, my cousin was like, his daddy called him. So my cousin was like, hold on, my dad called him. So the people who we was with, they were like, this nigga, he got a daddy. <laughs> Yo, and daddy. It was just so funny that they was like, man, they were joking on him because he got a, his parents. And it's that, like, yes, I have a father. And that's how I be thinking about um, in 8 Mile, when um, Eminem <laughs> was cranking so on weak. dude, his name Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> and his parents got a real good marriage. Like, what's wrong with like, That's what I was thinking of, like, damn. It's like, I'm a Clarence. <laughs> yeah, you Clarence. <laughs> you Clarence. Right. You went to a private school? Damn, I yeah. did. Private school, parents together, yeah. daddy's oh, still shit. here. So I was like, oh, shit, I, I can't be a hood nigga. Nah, nah, you can't, oh, no. Oh, my hood crack gone right now. <laughs> no, shit, okay. street cred out. Oh, yeah, pick a struggle. <laughs> oh, damn. Gotta well, pick yeah. a topic struggle. Right. That's funny right there. That is. But yeah, y'all got real deep. We got some more time for another topic, or we still yeah, there? Yeah, man, we, we still no green. Yeah, I said, you know, I ain't know if y'all still, you know, you know, through that. What you got for us, big homie? I mean, I was, I was gonna ask you. Well, we do got two more. Um, I I, I was reading this one as we was all speaking. I it was saying like, what all have you learned in your progress towards your successes that you reaching? So y'all, y'all get the question to understand on it. Yeah. Because we all got a goal or something on like, you know, what we want in life. But it's like, what have you had to do to get 
or to make that progress, you know, benefit yourself to get to that. And I will well, let Well, I guess I'll start first. Um, so basically what what have I learned from my progress with what I'm doing with my dreams yeah. and stuff? Okay. So the things I have learned is patience is really like the greatest virtue. Like it takes a lot of patience, mm-hmm. a lot of patience to chase a dream. Like it takes a lot of confidence. It takes a lot of dedication, hard work. Um, and some things I had to do in order to continue to chase my dream was I had to, you know, I had to cut a lot of people off. I had to, you know, stop doing a lot of things that I used to do as far as going out all the time and all this other stuff, you know, because you have to have money in order to... <laughs> you know, chase a dream, like, because you're not going to be able to get paid for, you know, what you do when you're first starting off, because people are going to be like, okay, well, what am I paying you for? Like, what can you do? What can you do for me? What do you bring to the table? So if you can't bring, you know, if you not able to show them what you're really able to do, and don't get me wrong, you have those people where they get really lucky, where they probably got, you know, rich parents or whatever, and they got money, and they're able to just be like, okay, here you go. Just go do what you want to do. I, I didn't come up in that type of household. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I wasn't able to have that type of luxury. Like, we had real-life problems that we had to, you know, face. And you just have to, you have to be patient when you're chasing a dream. So that's pretty much what I learned in my progress. <sighs> Man. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, I'm not where I want to be. Exactly. Yeah. Yet, but I'm learning that you have to push past fear. Because yes. a lot of times we hold ourselves back. And I just talked about that on my podcast not too long ago. But, like, we hold ourselves back because it's like we don't believe in ourselves or we're afraid of what other people might say mm-hmm. or this isn't a legit career. So, like, you know, I can't do what they did because, you know, is not a doctor or a lawyer exactly. or, you know, a school teacher. And it's just like, we kind of like put ourselves in these boxes. So it's just like, it's so hard to push past that fear. Mm-hmm. And like, cause you can get in your head with it. It's like, oh, I'm not good enough. Or like, for instance, with my podcast, I wanted to put out a podcast since I graduated school, which was back in 2014. And I really like held myself back from doing that because I'm like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, where is this really going to go? Am I going to ever make money off of that? And I had to get to the point to where it's just like, you got to stop worrying about all of that stuff and just put it out there. Like, so what if don't nobody else like it or don't nobody else get it? If it makes you happy and it makes you feel good, then you need to do it. You know what I'm saying? You can't do stuff for like likes and for other people's, you know, acceptance or whatnot. So that's what I've learned and what I'm still learning. Mm -hmm. But I'm not where I want to be yet. I can definitely agree with that. Yeah. I feel like, like oh. oh, oh, go ahead. What you had to go. You go ahead. Well, <laughs> me personally, I feel like if you ever actually reach where you want to go or want to get to, then you you might have set your goals kind of too short. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like, true. So you, or even if you, I mean, now if it's short term goals, you should definitely be able to accomplish those. And um, so. Like, you'll just keep grinding for it, and then you'll reach another goal, accomplish it, and then set the bar kind of higher and higher and higher mm-hmm. until you 
constantly just always yeah. evolving. So like you never stagnant because like once the moment you feel like oh I'm successful, that's when you'll realize you really aren't. Yeah. Like I mean you you made a couple good moves or whatever, but you're not where you could have been. Mm-hmm. And somebody actually sent me a um, message. Is I think this was yesterday actually because um we was talking, and uh, he was like. He told me that <laughs> I don't feel that I was dreaming small, but he told me that my dreams were small. Like what? I, well, like not my mm. dreams. Let oh. me rephrase it. <laughs> that I was dreaming too small of something that I wanted to accomplish. And he went on to say that like if the dream don't scare you, it ain't big enough. That is so true. And I told I said I said nigga I got a screenshot there. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's true. Like it, and so for like you the one who made me think of what he had said, but um. Yeah, so you learn, you never stop learning okay. as you going. Cause I mean, I mean, you definitely see some, you realize, like, okay, so let me go back, do it like this, uh, revamp it and come back. And even though you do it differently, you still gonna learn something. Might be on that same step, you're gonna, like, damn, okay, yeah. another setback. Yeah. But that's what's actually building you up so that once you get past that, then you like, you already know how to yeah, handle I'm it. Yeah, I'm straight now. Yeah. I'm super good. And, you know, then you just keep going to the next step and whatever. So I've learned um, set your goals kind of high, like very high. And something that you may feel that you may never reach, but you'll definitely reach it at some point. Mm-hmm. Then you'll realize, like, damn, all that hard work, Paid off, so like now that to me, that's when the real like if you accomplish it, that's when like your success level should takes off take off even higher. Yeah, because now you can reach that point. So now you mean you don't want to just sit there, do you? I mean, I uh, would. No, so, <laughs> you don't. I mean, let me go ahead that's and see what else I can do. And, like, let exactly. me venture out to something else. Like, mm-hmm. I always wanted to try this too. So let me do right. this. So I mean, you never want to just stay. I mean, stay in your lane. For the most part, but definitely don't limit yourself at all. Yeah, it's like a domino effect. Other stuff just keep popping off. Church. After that. So, I agree. I agree. You always should be evolving. Always should be growing. If you staying in the same place, then you ain't really doing nothing. Like Paperweight. <laughs> you're not doing nothing you should always be growing that's why I hate when people say you change you change it's like nah, yeah I, I did I had to like, you should change too exactly. like, I don't want to be in the same your mindset. Place. Yeah, it's not like a personality change it's just like I'm evolving I'm growing I'm growing exactly. <laughs> going to well, a new level well everybody went everybody said they not me. Okay. She over here quiet. Megan the Mustang. Megan over there. You are the original. The original Megan. We're gonna check on you in a minute. But um, but yeah, um, the answer to the question that I asked, um, yeah, um, I have gone through. I mean, I guess situations where I had to, you know, let people like get get rid of people, like you know, drop people, drop friends, or people that I knew weren't gonna be beneficial towards what my goal in life was. And it's like, you know, um, I guess, of course, me and Coop can relate, you know, as a black man, it's like, you know, we got to make these decisions on like, you know, who should I say I can, I still want to fuck with or, you know, who I want to, you know, associate with. And it's like, I have, I have plenty of people that I know. Yeah. And it's like, I am I can say I'm cordial with, but it's like, 
who would I want to, you know, want to ride this wave with is like the main question. It's like, okay, I chose like, you know, my family, you know, of course, my certain family, uh, you know, my cousin who I do the clothing line with, you know, my cousin who I work with, who got me the job that I'm uh, upgrading, not upgrading, but, you know, evolving in and continuously. Um, you know, Coop with the podcast, you know, it's, it's just like, it, it's just like, you know, you, you make those decisions through life and, you know, it's got to be that time you're like, bro, like, you're not doing nothing for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know a familiar friend of mine who I always hung with in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to cut that nigga off because he was on that <laughs> dumb shit, that it's hot like, boy shit. can't go with you. It's like, he was on that dumb with. shit, that hot boy <laughs> shit, and it's like me being a great friend of his, I I had to remove myself from that situation because it could eventually catch up to me and put me in a, a bad situation. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I didn't want that for my life. And, you know, it's just, yeah, you have to make yourself hit your seven head and be like, damn, like, what do I need to do? Or like, what do I need to go through? Or what change do I need to make to get to the next level? Yeah. So. For real. That's called growing up. Yeah, it's hard growing to up do. and growth. Because yep. people will be like, oh, you changed. You don't come around no more. And it's just like, no, I don't. I don't. I don't want to <laughs> keep doing the same things. I don't want to keep going out to the club. I don't want to keep just, you know, hanging around the same people and hanging out on the block. You know what I'm saying? Now some people are like, oh, you ain't real and stuff. And it's like, well, call it what you want. But I'm trying to go somewhere else. And it's just like, if y'all ain't trying to elevate either, then I can't take you with me. And I wanted to speak on what you had said when you said um, who you who you want to take with you, Uh but I think it's who's supposed to go with you. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, because everybody that you may want to take with you, they're not supposed to be there with you. That's true. And that's a lot. That's You know, that could be holding a lot. That is holding a lot of us back because we want to take so many people, and that's including family. That's including Mm -hmm. best friends. That's including, you know, whoever that we may feel like we supposed to bring with us, mm-hmm. but it may not be who's supposed, who's supposed to come to with us. Up. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Yeah, so, it'd be hard too because it's just like, exactly. I don't want to leave you behind. But you but know that like, supposed to be yeah, there. It's just like stuff that's like working so many out. signs yeah. is, mm-hmm. is showing you that they not supposed to be there, but you like, ooh, but you've been my friend for 10 plus mm-hmm. years. Yeah. Like, I can't just let you go. Exactly. But, I, I think we all, well, I hope we all have got to a point where like, we can see who's actually doing something for this stuff and know who can as I, well, as I put the point, can ride this way with us. But yeah. It's like, if you Who's see serious? somebody just be like, oh, he fucking off, just leave that nigga to the side. Yeah. Leave that like, side. You ain't got to have no big falling out, yeah, but it's yeah. just like, it's like oh, hey, yeah. bro, I'm doing this. Like, you know, you my dog, but you, I'm cool with you, but you know, I'm doing this over here, so I'm go this way and you, you chill. Yeah, I don't think I would necessarily have to completely cut them. I don't know. It depends on what they got going on or what they don't have going on. So, you know, we could be cool at a distance, you know, I don't necessarily, but I just, that same way that we were, that that's no longer. Yeah. Like, cause, like I said, you're a paperweight, like you holding mm-hmm. me back. Like, I got shit that I'm trying to get to. And if you don't have that same mindset, you're a liability at this point, man. For real, for real. So, and I can't allow you to not allow me to achieve my dreams. Like, how'd that sound? Um, bogus. Mm-hmm. It's just like, nah. It's just all about growing and evolving. And like you said, Natalie, everybody not supposed to come with you. Exactly. Like, and it's hard for us to, because we grow up feeling like, oh, you got to be loyal to this person. Yeah. Or you got to, you know, 
no new friends. I hate when people say no new friends. I hate that shit because it's just like it's <laughs> a damn. Song. Are you serious? Like you gonna keep it's the same people around? Like that's fine. Like I admire people who got like they same friends from when they were five years old and y'all grew up. That's fine. All of y'all elevating and growing together, but. For most of us, that's not the reality. Like, some people just gonna wanna stay in their comfort zone, and that's fine. But I can't allow you to hold me back either. So it's just like, you know, I'm always, I have a lot of friends, but I'm always open to meeting new people because you mm-hmm. just never know who's gonna be there for you at the right time. You know what I'm saying? You just, you just never know what could come of new relationships and stuff like that. You know, it's just like, I just feel like that's something that just can hold you back. Megan, don't think we forgot about you. No, are you okay? Because I'm going to die. Megan, going through something right now. Go ahead, because I'm dying. Of it. I, 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 being that we talking about friends or whatever, y'all heard me stuttering. But anyway, <laughs> it's in that we. I was literally thinking about this today, like, cause the friends that I got, with the fellas, then we got Red Lenini, and we got. Well, I can name them forever, but we got all these friends that. I met when we were younger. And so through all the changes that we we each go through, like one of them moved to wherever the hell she had, up top, Indiana, Indiana, yeah, anyway, somewhere up there. And so like, no matter what happened, it's like, we still cool 100%. It ain't no doubt about it. And so I was just, I was just thinking to myself, like how do you choose your friends and how is it that they stay around as long as they do? And you know you still build on stuff, even though you you change, they change, and but y'all still are the same. If that makes any sense, I think you just have to value because I have several friends that I don't talk to every day. Like I have friends like you know Rebecca mm-hmm. for one, for instance. Like I do not talk to this girl every day. We can literally go like months without talking, but I don't ever like question her loyalty or her friendship because I know. She doing her own thing over here. I'm doing mine over here. But mm-hmm. every time we link up, every time we talk, it's like we never left. And I just, I've been learning on my personal journey just to follow your intuition and just go with the flow. Like, not try to think so much about friendships and things like that. Like, if if it, if it the person is just genuinely around you all the time and just always there for you, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to worry about the fact that we don't talk every day. We don't see each other all the time. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of my friends that's here in Birmingham, I don't see them every day. I don't see them every week, you know? But I already know that they they still the same. You know, they ain't changed. They doing what they got to do over there. I'm doing what I got to do over here. So it's just like, I just think that's one of those things that you just have to kind of feel for. You know what I'm saying? You can tell when people's energy changes mm-hmm. and when people ain't being genuine. You say Rebecca. It had to be the one with the Jasmine. Yeah. Oh, she, she, she hit me up when I went to Houston. <laughs> yeah, she was like, what's up? I was like, oh, man, I'm on the way back home. Yeah. <laughs> nah, she, find out. That's the home, man. She, that's now, the Rebecca home. cool as fuck. Yeah, that's the yeah. home. For real. I ain't gonna. Yeah. Well, she cool. Yeah, that's the home. <laughs> you can't have her. Ooh. Yeah. Man, I told y'all, man. I'm cool from Birmingham, baby. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, no, ain't no limitations right here. Let me not be name dropping on here. Hey, you I'm ready cool to top me? Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a cough. What was what was the the question? Oh, <laughs> I know, right? We didn't lost the. I forgot the damn. T- what oh, was the question? Like your being progress is success. Yeah, like for my progress for yeah. me, what's, what's like 
I've learned to step outside of my comfort zone because, okay, like, okay. yeah, for me, a long time ago, I did not talk. I don't know, CD probably didn't, didn't oh, know that. Yeah. <laughs> and um, for now, I learned like networking and stuff. You never know who you will meet, and you know how you say you come across people and no new friends. Like, no, like, you never know who you know who you can meet who can help you, you know, down the road somewhere. You know, who can keep on to or whatever. Um, I learned. Um, listen, y'all. <laughs> I had it and it just went away. <laughs> That's a good point, though. Stepping yeah, out of your step, comfort zone, yeah. your comfort zone will literally kill you. Yeah. yeah especially with, like, and for me, like, facing your fears, because a lot of people, and not listen to negativity, because for, like, for me, I never knew what I wanted to be when I was growing up or whatever, and I still kind of go back and forth about it. But for me, I want to be a model. You know, a lot of people like that's not like a job or like okay, so what what else are you gonna do? Right. It's like no, I'm okay, I'm a model. model. I'm a like model. Do you, and then they like showing you for not wanting to be a doctor and not wanting yeah. to be a lawyer. You have to think about like if this is my goal, this is what I wanna do. So yeah. this is I'm gonna do everything I can to do this and prove to people like, you know, I can make more money than this doctor or right. you know, or whatever. So for me, that's how I feel, like how I'm overcome, you know, with my success and you know, in my drive, like I, like I say, I figured out that's what I want to do, and that's what I'm <laughs> going to continue to do. To do. Exactly. Like I might take my breaks or whatever, and I know I take a break like <laughs> every year with modeling or whatever. But I know like this is what I want to do, so I'm gonna do whatever I can to get there. Like yeah. if it's like saving up money to go over the world somewhere to be seen somewhere, All that's right. what I'm gonna do. So yeah. dedication and persistence. And sure. And you make a very good point because like when I was growing up, I always try to tell this story like I never wanted to be like a lawyer or a doctor or a teacher or none of that. Like I remember one time standing outside my grandma's house, my uncle had asked me what I wanted to be when I grew grew up. And I just yelled like a rock star. <laughs> like, <laughs> like and I just remembered it because it's like I never really wanted to be just ordinary. Yeah, like and I'm not saying like anything you know wrong. right. I just wanted to be something different besides, you know, a doctor or a lawyer because I feel like that's that's what was always displayed to us. Like, like exactly. Yeah. That was the norm. Like, oh I wanna be a school teacher or I wanna be a lawyer. <laughs> and it's heard. like that's not I never wanted that and for then myself. People try to put that in your head like that's what you that's need. What yeah. you exactly. Like, yeah. like oh, you'll be a good lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. You you argumentative, yeah. but that's not what I wanna do. Exactly. And then they like to put like, oh, you make a lot of money doing this. Like it's gonna make me happy. Exactly. Exactly. It's like what am I gonna like doing? What do I love doing? So, and that's what people need to. It's like, not just try about the money. It's just like, it's what like are you good at? You yeah. know so, what I'm saying? Yeah, what you good at? You need to try to perfect that, yeah. and then try. And what are you gonna be happy going to work every exactly. day or doing exactly. whatever you you know? People go right. to their jobs and hate their jobs. Exactly. Who wanna to go to keep, work? You know, me right now. Me, right, that's right, right now. Like and I like, hate my job. But I go in there clocking every day. I be like, shit, y'all got one more day out. And I don't want to live like that. You no, know? it's no way to live. I just feel like, you know, it's really about tapping into yourself. Because like for me, I've always been a talker, like always running my mouth. And, you know, like nobody ever told me like, that could be a career path. Like, that's something that you're comfortable doing. You don't mind speaking in front of people. You don't mind talking. You have an opinion. 
Why don't Use you start it. a podcast? Why don't you try to be on TV? Why yeah, don't you YouTuber. try to be on a uh, YouTube? Anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, people don't see that as real jobs. So it's just like, oh, you smart in this area. You know what I'm saying? You like biology. Why don't you be a doctor? And it's like, yeah, I could do that, but I ain't going to be happy doing that. And then, like, back to what you were saying about, like, being a model and stuff. Like, I feel like if that keeps coming into your head, like you want to do this, this certain career or this certain path you want to go down, if it keep coming into your head for a reason, you know, it's coming into your head for a reason. Like, you know, you're not just thinking about being a model because you think it's just glamorous. Like, it's a reason that it's on your heart and we got to start like following our intuition, you know, and going with our gut feeling despite what our parents say, despite what our teachers try to tell us. Because of course they're going to tell you to go to school get a job. I mean, that's what they want you to do, but it's like, everybody don't want to fit that mold. True story. And they be up there like, say no to drugs. <laughs> so, it, well, yeah. I'm just saying, like, if y'all... Everybody smoking weed now. Yeah, like, yeah, look, hey, look it up. And it's legal. So, I mean, look it up. What yeah. do they know? Like, <laughs> I, that's why I appreciate, I really want to say I appreciate, you know, our generation because it's like, even though you have though you have some of the ones that you know still doing the fuck shit or whatever, we have so many people that are really living up to their true potential. You know, they're starting YouTube channels, they're starting podcasts, mm-hmm. they're chasing their dreams to be models and actresses and all this other stuff. And they're like, I really see like dreams turning into reality. Like yeah, starting businesses. Exactly. Starting businesses that, you know, you would never think that people would start. So it's like, I just really appreciate, you know, our generation for stepping outside of, you know, society standards and really living to their fullest potential and what they're meant to do in life. Yeah. Like, I appreciate that. Yeah. Sure. And it makes me chase my dream even harder from seeing somebody else's dream come true. Because I'm like, right. well, if they could do it, then I, I know could I could it. do it exactly. too. Like, we grew up in the same neighborhood. Right. So... I know I could do it too if I just work, you know, hard and whatever. So yeah. Shout out to the millennials. You yeah, know. So so basically, do what you want to do, <laughs> be who you want to become, and and I mean all these naysayers, they gonna talk they shit, man. That's what yeah, they supposed always, to do. That, that, that's gonna give you a little added bonus, but you know, I mean added drive, I should say. And um, you know, you are gonna be straight, man. Don't worry about what they talking about. They they just blowing smoke, but um. I don't know what Megan. We just lost her again. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the hell. She just started shaking her head yeah, at me. Yeah, we, 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 like, I texted you twelve minutes you ago. You did. That's why I was like, I just saw it. Oh, anywho, you um, can say that on the radio. It's the podcast. <laughs> the podcast. I'm sorry. Don't, Thank you. don't mess that up. I'm me. sorry. You can cut it out. <laughs> anyway, moving, um, on. moving on to wrap this up. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. As we do, like I said, we give our social media and I, you know, everything that people would like to follow us and listen to. So, would you uh, do the honors of taking us home? Yeah. So, y'all can follow me on Instagram at Yaya Aaliyah. That's Y A H Y A H A L I A. And y'all can follow my podcast at Candidly Yaya, C A N D I D L Y Y A H Y A H. Yeah. And hmm. on Facebook, Samaya Stewart. Yep. You, you oh, you give out their Facebook? Yeah, we ain't give out no Facebook. I give out my Facebook, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, y'all can follow I me on Facebook, Facebook. too. Yeah, yeah. Candidly, we do. Facebook. <laughs> Facebook getting up there. Uh-uh. You find That's me on Facebook. Uh-uh. Yeah, you can find me. Yeah, you know. I don't mind. Facebook is interesting. 
If you know me for real. I don't be talking about nothing on Facebook. Me neither. I just be, be reposting yeah. stuff. I sure. Go okay, on, and you can follow me at Megan L. Brown underscore. And um, yeah, every week, every Tuesday, we have Tall Tuesday where I shout out my tall females. So if you're a tall 5'10 or, or taller, you know, just hit me up and I'll shout you out. And um, I'm also a part of Tall, tall and Dope. I don't know if y'all follow that. Oh, yeah, I've seen I'm a part it. of Tall yeah, and Dope now, which is... Hey, we have shirts, and, and we also have a couple of events coming up, and She's we have a pool party coming up. So, yeah. Oh, I'll so be now. looking out for that, and I'm, I'm excited. Can I come? Um, I'm kind of short. <laughs> I mean, you're going to be real short. <laughs> oh, no. Nah. You know, it's one of the things you're going to be really short. So would call me short. I mean, if you pay for it, you can come. Pay for it. I mean, oh, it's going to be a pool. No. Oh, oh, oh. Because <laughs> you cool from Birmingham. Oh, okay. I heard it. <laughs> so weak. So yeah. Well, y'all know this is your girl, Natalie Diane. Y'all can follow me on Instagram, the Natalie Diane, and on Facebook, um, Natalie Diane. And I also have a fashion show coming up June 19th. Burr, 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 burr. Also, we. June 19th um, in Columbus, Mississippi. Uh, City Girls will be performing live. So for all my wretches, make sure y'all come yeah. out and support. <laughs> oh, all, all them dusty feet. Come right. on, baby. So, you know, if you if you a City Girls fan or if you just want to see some really dope models from Atlanta, Birmingham, all over, make sure y'all come through. Hit me up for tickets. I do have them. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much me. And y'all know it's your boy JB. Um, y'all know to follow me on the IG, cool underscore underscore JB. Um, I didn't got very not very. I didn't got more active on Twitter. So y'all follow me at my old name, Cool Bees. Yeah, Twitter. Hey, Twitter. Twitter. It's, it's coming back. I've been thinking about getting Twitter. Twitter. Twitter, 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 Twitter kind of coming I mean, Black back. Twitter do be lit. Yeah, 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 that's what <laughs> I'm talking about. Yeah, it's, it's Cool Bees. You know, follow me on that. Um, Facebook. You know my government. That's my name. <laughs> and uh, damn, I don't really be on Snapchat no more anyway. But Ooh, you can see that on IG. I mean, you see that on IG. So yeah, y'all do that. Y'all already know who it is and what it is. I am Coop from Birmingham. Hey, we definitely want to thank y'all for uh following me. Y'all thought I was finna wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> following me. But for real though, y'all can follow me on Instagram at uh. Coop from Birmingham and um, you know, Snapchat, y'all already know what it is. Um, but definitely, if y'all don't follow none of us, I definitely want y'all to follow the Taken Out of Context podcast page that is on IG and Facebook and on Twitter at underscore TOC podcast. Now, you want to tell them what TOC stands for for the slow people? Yeah, <laughs> Taken Out of Context. I'm All, right. Slow <laughs> <laughs> All right, but uh, we want to thank our special guests for coming in today and being a part of. A special episode. Yay, thank y'all for yeah, having yeah. me. Yeah. We definitely want to have you back again so Yay, you can see how anytime. your uh, podcast has gone and yes, we'll yes. see the success of that. Thank you. But like every week, we say, we thank y'all for tuning in for another episode of Taking Out of Context. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you decide, well, you still could be. But, so, <laughs> <laughs> But you listening. <laughs> but you listening, <laughs> though. <laughs> so, uh, I hope y'all have a great day, a great week, and y'all be cool out there now. Peace.